0: Happy we I go. Oh.
1: Hello everyone, this is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, KEIFM.com, and our program is k Keys Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. We are here today and we give God all the glory. We are on a brand new topic. It's a kind of a continuation of Christian forgiveness. Today, I have named it some instances of forgiveness. I hope you'll be joining with us, and uh, and I believe you've been following this. And let's get in. Father, we just want to thank you today. We thank you, Father. We thank you. You blessed us. You gave us an example of how we need to live, to forgive one another. And we thank you today, Lord. We are here. Spirit of Living God, teach us, direct us, guide us. And we thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to come and die for us. And you forgive all our sins. And today, we rejoice in you. We bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. We give God all the praises. And we give God all the adoration. Hallelujah. Well, you've been watching all the news, you've seen
0: what has been going on. Well,
1: here in Kino Empowerment Inc. radio, we want to sympathize with the family, with the relatives, and with the friends of the recent plane crash in Ethiopia. We saw how many people died in that crash. It is our prayer that the God of comfort, we grant the families and the friends, the relatives comfort and the peace they need at this time. So we just uh, heartbroken and if you have time to watch some of the clips, you will see the very last moment of the people in the plane as they were screaming and the, the the uh and just on impact it seems every screaming stop. It's like saying that all knee will bow before me. So it it is very heartbroken and very painful. So my dear brother, my dear sister, you see it could it could have been me or it could have been myself also in that same plane. And I, I could have just begun as well. And this is the more reason we need to put our house in order. We need to put our heart also in order. And this brings us to the very question of forgiveness we'll be talking about. We need to dwell so much in forgiveness rather than unforgiveness, rather than grudge, anger. Bitterness and so on and so forth. They will not lead us to nowhere. And the scripture has made it clear that if we don't forgive, He also will not forgive us. And I have gave some uh, previous teachings, and we would continue to go ahead and continue the teaching today. And I know I have been talking about this now recently. It is really one of the fundamental truths of our very existence. And what is forgiveness anyway? Our life depends on forgiveness, our life depends on our very ability to forgive one another. And, and why is this like this? It's because our life is entirely. About forgiveness, you no know, we wake up, we forgive, we forgive ourselves, we forgive one another, so it is clear and is very plain from the scripture that we can offend one another, even when we may be uh, living right in the sight of God, there are some actions that may be acceptable to God and there are some actions that may not be acceptable to God and not condemned by God because of his perfect love because of his knowledge because of the wisdom and that may be offensive to some in God's household often times many of our brothers and sisters may carelessly but slide and cause offenses to their fellow brothers their fellow sisters but a real Christian relationship can only be maintained with members of our family the neighbors the uh, people we live with uh, around it could be uh, fellow tenants it could be fellow uh, workers uh, it could be employees, employers, uh, servants, and it could even be our family, our friends, or the one we always dread—our enemies. But if we obey Christ's command to forgive, then He will know the best way to deal with the situation. But if we refuse to forgive, we we forfeit our relationship. And our inheritance with him. So, we are going to try to cite one example of how somebody was used to forgive his brethren. And we are going to go to the scripture, Genesis chapter 45, and let's try to read about um, uh, what we can see. On that uh, verses. Now, when you read Genesis, when you read from that uh, from that chapter. Go to that chapter. You will see before we arrive on that chapter if you should go back, rewind back to. Let's see thirty seven you will see how um you will see how uh, he had the dreams and uh he laid the dreams before his brethren then uh in uh towards the end of that very chapter he was sold right he was sold to the uh, Ishmaelite and to uh, Egypt now when you go to chapter 39 he was sold again (laughs) sold again to another person and that person is uh, the pontiff an officer of Pharaoh the captain of the guy an Egyptian bought him from Ishmaelite who had taken him down there. But one thing was clear in verse 2 of that same chapter, 39, it says the Lord was with Joseph. That is more important. The Lord was with who? Joseph. So he doesn't care what somebody does to you, whether they are selling you, whether you are a servant, whether you are an employee, whether you are an employer. If the Lord is not with you is it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. He said the Lord was with who? Joseph. That says much. Doesn't care whether he was a slave or whether they've sold him. But the Lord was with him who? Joseph. So now when you fast forward to to um, the chapter forty five, then we'll see what we have for today. So and of course he he lived there and um uh, uh, when you when you uh thirty nine thirty nine from verse seven you saw how uh um uh, Potiphar's wife lied against him and uh um, he was uh, thrown into jail right okay. Now Verse forty-five. I'm going to read from verse one. Okay, so now things have changed. He's now second in command in Egypt. So life has changed. Is now in a different dimension. So um, he can do whatever he wants to do, and uh, he has a great. Opportunity on his hands he has a great authority on his hands uh, he can say this guy will be killed and he will be killed he can say uh, you'll be released from jail you will be released from jail he can do whatever he wants to do he has all the power he has all the authority before him so Life has changed, and life can change for you, can change for me, just like that. Like I said before, he said the Lord was with who Joseph. That is more important than anything ever. See, so one of the great things, greatest thing we need to do, or to have, is this spirit of forgiveness. And I can tell you, even before he became the second command i can i can say that he had already forgiven all those people that has up against him right from his brothers up to potiphar's uh, wife and all those things they have done to him i can assure that he had already done all that see and that is the more reason why he uh, continue to have God's spirit with him because you cannot you cannot have those you cannot have God's spirit and still be holding offense still be having grudges still continue to meditate on what this has done what that has not done you see so now let's read verse verse 1 of Genesis 45 then Joseph could not restrain himself. That is, they have all they have all come. They have come now. His brothers are are there now. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him, and he cried out, "Make everyone go out from me!" So no one stood with him. Why Joseph? Why Joseph made himself known to his brothers? And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard it. Verse uh, verse 3, Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph's. Does my father still live? But his brother could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. They were shocked. (laughs) They could not say yes or no. They were overwhelmed. They were surprised, were surprised of their life. This is the person they had uh, thought was dead. They lied. They even lied that he died. When clearly, they, they saw him. They they lied. They they lied against themselves because they they, they kill uh, a calf and spit the blood on it, on Joseph clothes and brought it to. Their, uh, their father and said, hey, he, he died, animal ate him, and this is what is left. Like. They lied against themselves. They were not lying against um, their father, Jacob. They lie against them because you clearly you sold him. Why are you lying against yourself? Most of the times, what we do? You see? So, um, that's... Verse 4 says, and Joseph said to his brothers, please come near to me. So they came near. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you saw into Egypt. Verse 5. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself, because you, because you, just a moment, please. Because you sold me, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years, the famine has been in the land, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. Verse 7, and God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Verse eight. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God, but God, excuse me, and he had made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thou says your son Joseph, God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not tarry. Verse 10. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near to me, you and your children, your children's children, your flocks and your herds, and all that you have. Verse 11. There I will provide for you, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty, for there are still five years of farming. Five years. So, They have not gone anywhere. Now, verse 12. And behold, your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that it is my mouth that speaks to you. Verse 13. So you shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt and of all that you have seen. And you shall hurry and bring my father down here. Verse 14. Then he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brothers and went and wept over them. And after that, his brothers talked with him. Hallelujah. You see how amazing it is to go over this at this time. It's very important that uh, we see that uh, uh Joseph wept so loudly that it was even hard throughout the whole uh that that, that they, they had it. You see so Joseph used kindness, kind his brothers. You see God sent me before you to preserve life and God had walked through the brothers' evil actions. And hateful attitudes to preserve not only Jacob's family but also the lives of many in the ancient world. So Joseph repeated that God had accomplished His God's uh, his, his good purpose through the evil actions of his brother. God repeated that God had accomplished. I mean Joseph re- repeated that God had accomplished His good purpose, actions of His brothers. Now is now a father to Pharaoh, and also the Lord of all the house. So he told them they have to they they were they would then have to move down to Egypt, to come and live in Egypt, and this was God's plan. Why? Because He had told Abraham that his descendants would live in the foreign land and you can see that in genesis chapter 15 from verse 13 to 16. so he's going to provide for them he's going to make them secure he's going to give them uh, all that they need to be able to live in egypt so this is so significant so with his family close by Joseph could make sure his family have enough during this period of hunger. See, so now let's go to 50, verse uh, chapter 50. Okay, fast fast forward to 50. Okay, now when you, when you read all the. Uh, Chapter we just crossed by. Read this read this time. We don't have we don't have time to go through all the chapters. You will see that uh, uh, in chapter 50, J- Jacob had died after he had blessed all of them, then he died. Now Jacob had been like an interplay, uh, intermediary, somebody who like a buffer, somebody that stayed between uh, Joseph and the brothers it's like you want to talk to somebody say hey, can you go and talk to him, talk to him for us so he had been like that they've been looking at the, their father and somebody who stayed between okay our father is here since our father is here so he Joseph will not pay back uh, what we did to him so they had that in their heart and we don't need to put all those in our hearts and that is what the Lord is telling us to clean our hearts, to cleanse our heart every time. Make sure nothing dwells in there. No grudge, no bitterness, no offense should dwell in the heart, except the Spirit of God dwelling there. And all this while why their father was still alive, they had all this in the heart. You see, sometimes when things happen, it sometimes is is good. You see. Now, assuming the, their father was still alive, and any of them died, they would have died with that kind of un- un- unforgiveness or uh, uh, with that kind of things in their hands. All this while, you see. So it's so sometimes we we we, we worry for all this, and we we keep saying. Uh, this person has died sometimes God knows you see now after the death of who of 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 Jacob these things, things begin to unfold in the lives of who the brethren the entire family things begin to unfold he, including even joseph he wept. Do you know weeping is, is good? Weeping, we, weeping now has cleansed everything now. Things have changed. Even himself has received forgiveness. You cannot give what you don't have. So himself has to first of all receive from God. Then he, whatever he has received, he imparted it to his brethren. And that is what that crying has just done. Now, let's read it from verse 15. That is chapter 50 from verse 15. So let's read. It says, when Joseph's brother saw that their father was dead, they said, perhaps Joseph will hate us, and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent messengers to Joseph, saying, Before your father died, he commanded, saying, Verse 13, thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespasses of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. Now, please forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. So, when the messenger came, this is what he said. and they uh, brought this statement before Joseph and when Joseph had it he did what he wept see then verse 18 he said then his brother also also went and what His brother also went and fell down before his face at time is running out and said behold we are your servant Joseph said to them do you not be afraid for I am in the place of God verse 20 but as for you you meant evil against me for God meant it for good in order to bring it about it. It, it sorry in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive now therefore you don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? This is awesome. You see, he reassured them. You see, communication is so important. You see, he reassured his brothers. So one of the best ways to uh, solve issues Is to reassure ourselves, and it's a way of settling matters, and that is communication. Finding out the best way to resolve issues, and reassures not only you but the other uh, person as well. So by that way, we remove the cold, the 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 bad feelings that we'll be having, remove fear and bring joy bring reconciliation you remember the the case of of uh, 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 in Matthew Matthew chapter 5 from verse 21 to 26 when Jesus spoke about this as well about to give an offering he said first of all you don't reconcile with that person you have any glory any anything about first of all Put your gift here. You first of all go and reconcile with that person. Then come back and and offer that gift to him. You see, so it's so important in our lives that we need to uh, settle matters, uh, reassure ourselves, and bring fellowship, uh, relationship to one another again. And that is exactly what the brethren did. You see. So was was my question now, was that action not a good action, the brothers, what they did? Because they did not just say, Oh well, my father has died, it's okay. But they wanted to assure themselves and make sure that uh, they solved this problem. You see it was a problem that was deep in their heart And we give God the glory that this is an example for us to follow, that we need to solve issues and reassure one another that we are living in peace, we are living in relationship with one another. And that is exactly what God is. God is not fighting us. We are not at war with him. God is at peace with us. He wants a relationship with us. He wants us to fellowship with him. And we give him all the glory and all the adoration in the name of Jesus. So that is all we have today. Our time has run out. So see you next time.